Wavical is an award-winning data and analytics company based in Chicago with a national presence. As a provider of award-winning cloud data, analytics, and AI solutions and services, Wavical combines deep technical expertise and industry knowledge with the proprietary automation tools to support the rapid shift to modern data architectures, real-time insights, and AI. Wavical Data Solutions is proud to grow through almost 100% referral. With solid delivery reputability, proudly leveraging the ability to meet clients where they are to unlock the power of data. Wavical Data Solutions. Hello, and welcome to Tag Data Talk with Beverly Wright. Today, I'm with Hua Ai from Delta Airlines. She's General Manager of Predictive Modeling, and we're talking about reducing barriers to complex data science entry by leveraging AI. Thanks for being here, Hua. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let's start off with a little background. I know that everybody at Delta thinks you're super cool. So tell us, why are you so cool? <laughs> well, look at my last name. <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> exactly how I got into uh, grad school. <laughs> yeah, with a last name like AI, right, working right. at AI. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you pronounce it as letter I. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Maybe yeah, I yeah. should change my name to Beverly Data Science <laughs> or something. <laughs> Um, no, uh, it's uh, it's been a fantastic journey with uh, Delta being with the company for six years. Um, oh. I lead a data science team um, and embedded in the operations side of the house. So if you see the airline, there's like the commercial side where they figure out pricing, revenue management, um, very complex revenue management system for the airlines. Of course. Um, and on the operations side, we run the flight schedule. We make sure that every flight will get out on time with bags with great um, customer service. Love it. So my my team uh, looking to um, if things are delayed, what do we do? Given the weather, do we expect the delay? And how can we get proactive and um, to to serve our customers to get them where they need to be? Well, I'm a big fan. Oh, I really you. like Delta, and I like <laughs> to fly to Delta. So what did you do before Delta? Um, I did some consulting work. I uh, was curious uh, where is the best place to work in Metro Atlanta. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> consulting is a quick quick way to find that out. So I had fun with a lot of uh, great clients in the Atlanta area and the different account teams, all that. Um, and then I just found a place to settle. Nice. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, there are a lot of great employers. I mean, I kind of mm-hmm. did my rounds too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, so this reducing barriers to complex data science by leveraging AI. This is kind of like, a, you know, AI for all is right. sort of like the vision. This <laughs> right. is the dream, you know, AI is going to help with all uh-huh. these sorts of things. So let's start off with um, when we talk about AI uh-huh. helping reduce barriers to data science, uh-huh. um, are there types, specific types of data science work where AI makes more sense? Like uh-huh. what kinds of data science work yeah. can leverage AI more effectively? Right, right, right. Totally. Um I, I first kind of want to make a comment that AI is a very generalized term. Yes. It means different things to different people. True. And um, nowadays, especially generative AI, I've had um, people talk to me like, hey, wow, we have ge- generative AI models that can help you to forecast. And um, when, we, when we talk more, I was like, okay, so what you really mean is a forecasting model trained by big data and has some pre-trained phase where you can... Y- um, transform whatever model that you learned to to a new problem. It's mm-hmm. not the NLP type of generative AI or um, vision recognition type of um, 
cognitive AI system that, that people talk about. Yeah. So I, I found that to be pretty interesting. Now it's just AI can, AI is the general term of anything, machine learning, analytics, or know, yeah. uh, whatever that you throw into the data science field that mm-hmm. now it's under AI. So yeah, that's a good <laughs> that's, point. That's that, a good point. That's pretty interesting. But I, I think to your uh, point, your specific talk about the type of um, systems that help um, the data scientists to d- do their work faster. Mm-hmm. Um, there, if you if you think about data science workflow, right? Um, if if someone call you and say, "Hey, Beverly, could you help me to think through like analytic solutions to this problem?" Mm-hmm. You probably need to understand their business processes first. What exactly they're trying to solve? Uh, what metric they're trying to optimize? Right. Um, and then you start from there. You collect data. You understand their processes. Once you actually have the data in one place, then you sit down and do your, um, you know, like data impute, cleansing data, engineer your features, model modeling process, and all that. And once you get some numbers, you you get back to your client to kind of review the model performance and see how do you inter- in, interpret those um, and and see how how they really like it. Is mm-hmm. that good enough or mm-hmm. or not? You go back to to your desk and uh, to your computer and, and do more. So there's a lot going into the data science practice, mm-hmm. and it means different um, scope if you are at different company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think there. Definitely a lot of steps that can get accelerated, amplified, and scaled mm-hmm. by technology. And it's not a scary thing at all. We're, we're already doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, who claims they don't have Stack Overflow open while they right. are right. <laughs> on their right. notebooks? Um, you, you're already actively using technology, using knowledge out there on the internet to mm-hmm. help you to build better models, to do things better. Mm-hmm. What if it's more convenient? What if you have a co-pilot? Um, there are a lot of entry-level tasks that can be largely automated. Um, for example, um, data cleansing, feature engineering, model tuning, model selection. Those are um, tools. There are a lot of tools that can help data scientists to do that more effectively. I see. Okay, so the process that you just described sounds a lot like the scientific method mm-hmm. applied to model building. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you've um, I, once you've identified a problem, you <clears throat> go through these steps yep. all the way to solution development and communicating to the client, yep, yep. right? Um, there are, what about the other sort of um, window dressing, kind of the outskirts of the model? Because data science is, and AI really is more than just the model building. Mm-hmm, There's totally. all this other stuff. Totally. You know, so can you speak to that a little bit? Can AI help with some of those things like understanding the business context and framing the problem and all that? Yeah, um, I've actually um, heard about the use case another day that when a company that does image recognition first mm-hmm. introduced their technology to a um, hospital, they first thought about what if um, they can use a new technology to help to read x-ray oh. and to um, add into the diagnosis. But when they work more with the AI solution companies, they actually find out that it, there's a piece that's very um, available to be used to um, use the AI technology to collect patient history right there. Mm-hmm. And they totally transformed the use cases from a much higher entry point that um, some people may not feel comfortable to um, know that right now you can use machines to do uh, to read X-rays, even if we can assure them, oh, it still will be 
kind of signed on by an expert, but mm-hmm. people might, might have different kind of opinions about whether you should do that or not. But they, after knowing what AI solutions can do, they mm-hmm. actually find a better way of using the AI technology. I think that's going to happen in a lot of data science field. First of all, you, you probably only be um, confident that to use um, the technology to deal with a lot of the technical aspect of it. But once that people understand a bit more of what um, automation can do for them, what AI solutions can do for them, there is a lot of opportunity, for example, to understand the background of of the project, to understand the history. There might be a lot of the uh, data that's already been collected, Mm -hmm. but under a different project, under a different context. How do you tie these different pieces together? Mm -hmm. And especially when we use machine learning more in an enterprise um, concept, you're not just talking about one model. You're talking about uh, a forest of models. So how do you keep up with the different models that different teams are building? Are you putting another um, kind of programming organization architecture on top of it? What do you leverage AI to know that, oh, this model has been developed by this team and all this has been um, stored in a knowledge base that now by talking to an AI system, you can easily know what are the models they're building, what's the background, mm-hmm. what's, what's, what are use cases, mm-hmm. whether that's kind of related to your case, use cases or not. So you can be more targeted I see. Um, than to connect with other teams that are doing similar things. Yeah. Do you think there's a stronger appetite for certain types of tasks for AI to enable? Like, I'm not not really as much hands-on keys anymore, except for some of my nonprofit stuff. <laughs> but I can tell you right now that uh-huh. if I could get rid of data engineering, I would, right? <laughs> like We all just want to build models. We don't want to like spend all that time doing all the janitorial. Um, so there's probably an appetite there. But mm-hmm. are there certain pieces that um, you feel the data science and AI community is going to say like, no, don't take that from the humans. That needs to stay with us. And other things that are just like, oh, please take it. <laughs> I, I think... The, the amazing part of this is this experience can be very personalized. Oh. So think about it, you have an assistant and um, it will take whatever part that's not exciting for you. Right. Because they are engineers out there that they Love just want to make, right? Right. Yeah. make sure Clean they build the <laughs> most solid and robust things that they yes. can ever build. They think actually like the modeling process is pretty standard because you're not inventing a new model. You are applying someone else's invention, mm-hmm. right? The mm-hmm. Google came up with the transformer technology, but it's really the application that's been standing out and taking the company to the success. Yeah. So some people will focus on scaling up machine learning solutions and very standard um, solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it more as a personalized experience. Like if you uh, love to un- understand busy processes and don't care so much about um, come up with a quick model um, overnight, mm-hmm. you can have your AI technology to help you to do that. If you are the engineers, you pick the fun part that you want. If you're a scientist, you you can fix your you focus part. Um, I, I know we have a lot of um, diversity and inclusion discussions nowadays. Mm-hmm. I think this technology is so profound that it's going to change how we think about, it's going to change our relationship with knowledge. 
and our relationship with our tools. Um, back in the days, you think you possess a knowledge. You go to school for years to possess that piece of knowledge. Um, but but nowadays, maybe you more think of it as a ad hoc, like you borrow a piece of knowledge because you are in this domain, you're in this use case today, and you, that's something that you're interested about. You can become a so-called expert very quickly using AI, using assistance of AI, and do something interesting, do something um, that that's beneficial for your solutions. Mm-hmm. But then you can jump out of it and do something else. I think this technology is going to re, um, like reset, re-level set a, a lot of the entry uh, requirement for jobs. Yeah, and that leads me into the next um, uh-huh. piece, which was, does this change the, what, the skills that we're going to need? But let me just um, back up for a second, because you said something really profound in that AI has the potential to change our relationship with knowledge itself. Mm-hmm. And if I'm hearing you correctly, you're saying instead of um, sort of being required to hold this knowledge yep. in ourselves mm-hmm. and like learn and absorb and yep. and keep it in like, okay, I'm ready. I have right. all this knowledge. It's, it's going to be less about that and more about knowing when to go borrow it. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Where okay. to find. Yeah. So how does that, um, what sort of skills are different from, you know, that changes, that's uh-huh. a completely different paradigm. Yeah, it will make um, some people uncomfortable, yeah. right? Because you kind of have an identity in um, the professional world. What you know is kind of what your identity. Mm. But it might be transitioned to what you care about, what you actually deliver. It's mm-hmm. no longer about what you know or what you're trained for. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a little bit of a change for all of us. Wow. Um, but, but but I think that's upcoming. That's not up to us. It's it's here. Like we need to, uh, we Embrace need to adopt. It. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly, we need to change change ourselves. So it's the knowledge of knowing when you're going to need different pieces of expertise mm-hmm. is probably going to trump having the actual knowledge mm-hmm. because it's impossible to have all the actual knowledge that like mm-hmm. an AI system would have. Um, but understanding when we need, what we need, and how to apply it is yeah. going to be more important, it sounds like. Yeah, so we're not really writing ourselves out of a job. We're changing the way we operate. Is that right? I that that's how that's how I think about it. I get a lot of questions from from my friends because you know, like I'm the one that working in this data science and AI field. They're like, "What? What do you think? Do you think um, that AI is going to take over?" Um, I I feel like it needs to be a complete sentence. AI is going to take over. Blah. Mm-hmm. It's going to take over certain aspects or really taking care of certain aspects. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think it's going to take over our lives. Just just think about it, right? Like, it's kind of now everyone can be a CEO mm-hmm. and you can have a very effective assistant that help you to achieve your goals faster uh, and more efficiently. So how are you going to interact with your assistant? You're probably not going to ask your junior assistant, just write my um, statement of the company mission or strategy for the next three years. The way that especially nowadays or maybe like in the next five years, the the way that we interact with our AI um, systems will be breaking things into tasks. Um, I heard one of the CEO, um, sorry, one one of the CES um, talks this year, um, and uh, the the discussion was mostly about um, jobs are broken down into tasks, 
and AI might be taking over certain tasks, but the intention behind tasks and the sequence of the tasks, that needs much more understanding of why are we doing it and mm-hmm. how we're doing it. Those are the strategic things that the boss is driving it, but just more of us will be our own boss. Right. We will figure out what we want to achieve and we will effectively using these new tools to achieve it. Wow. Wow. Very interesting. Um, so to wrap up, what final piece of advice would you give to our listeners about this movement where AI is reducing barriers to entry in data science? Like what you said already, embrace it. Embrace it. It's it's here. Mm-hmm. It's here. Mm-hmm. Um, when someone invented a calculator, you no longer need to do those calculations anymore. When someone has such a great tool for you to free up and think more about what you really cares, what you really want to do, um, yeah, like bring yourself up one level and think about what really matters, what really make make you satisfactory mm-hmm. about your job and, and care more about specific tasks. There are lots of tools, lots of platforms or AI that can help you to do that. Right. Um, so embrace the change. Embrace it and really get into yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. Thank you so much to Hua Ai, General Manager of Predictive Modeling at Delta Airlines. Thank you so much. It's, it, it's been fun. <laughs> 